Hello, and my name's Kathy Gray, and welcome to the Most Successful You School of Psychology and Neuroscience. And today, I'm going to be talking to you about how you can use your brain to achieve your goals. I'm going to start with a story of a young girl called Jodie, who at the age of three was diagnosed with a rare condition called Rasmussen's encephalitis. The condition caused Jodie to experience multiple severe seizures daily. The condition caused inflammation on the right hemisphere of, of Jodie's brain. So the human brain is constructed of two hemispheres. So we have the left hemisphere and the right hemisphere. The left controls the right-hand side of the body and vice versa. So we see evidence of this in stroke patients, for example, whose limb paralysis and weakness is on the opposite side to the side of the brain that's been impacted by the stroke. With Jodie's seizures becoming more life-threatening, her neurosurgeon decided that the only thing that could be done to save Jodie and cure her seizures was to operate to completely remove her right hemisphere. So this is no easy, no easy feat. He's going to actually remove the right-hand side of her brain. Okay, The left hemisphere is actually more dominant than right, and a child's brain is theoretically more malleable, more plastic, so it's more able to rewire itself. So it was hoped that although this would leave Jodie disabled, um, she would recover sufficiently to still enjoy good quality of life without the de debilitating seizures. So what happened next was the operation went ahead. And what happened in the days that followed really and truly astounded the medical team. Um, so a process called neuroplasticity had basically um, sprung into action. So the left hemisphere, as you remember earlier, I just said, um, that that is more dominant than the right. Well, this had begun to compensate for the missing right hemisphere and its functions. So Jody made a full recovery far sooner than the timescale that they had expected, and also with very minimal to almost no disability. So there are many other fascinating cases, including another little girl called Cameron Mott. Um, she, like Jodie, um, suffered seizures from the age of three and had the right hemisphere of her brain removed. So now we know that the brain has the ability to grow and reorganize itself through a process, an amazing process called neuroplasticity. So you can literally rewire your brain for success. So now, if you want to achieve your goals, you need to know about the neurological process here. So the human brain is the most powerful computer in the world. I'm fascinated by the human brain. Um, it's the most amazing organ. Um, so it's responsible for everything that we are, our breathing, heartbeat, so all our sort of aut automatic um, kind of physiological functions, um, as well as interpreting what we learn about the world around us, um, storing our memories and proce processing all our thoughts. So we have scientists, neuroscientists are learning this, this new research coming out every single day about the brain and its potential. So we really actually don't understand fully everything. So neuroplasticity, what it means is that our, cap our brains are actually capable of rewiring themselves. So 
much in the same way um, as what they call synaptic pruning occurs. So if you think about it, this is the old use it or lose it phrase. So um, if we don't, you know, if we don't use um, memory, uh, you know, we don't use a task that, that we're, we're actually um, used to doing. If we don't do something often enough, we kind of lose that. That's because synaptic pruning occurs. The brain just says, well, actually, we don't need these pathways anymore. We're not using them. So we'll just trim them away. Yeah. Um, so in the same way that that can occur, we can also create new neural pathways. So think about your neural pathways in your brain as the motorways with lots of little roads coming off them. Okay, so our goal sitting can actually change our old pathways and our old patterns of thinking. And we can actually create new pathways and new patterns of thinking. So kind of uh, a bit like um, sort of search engine optimization is for websites. This is like brain optimization. So when we set our goals and we have a strong desire to achieve that goal, your brain will perceive ob obstacles um, as um, less significant than they were previously, okay? Because you're already setting that desire for the goal. So your brain's getting excited about this thing. So this is the very beginning of your new neural pathways being created. So when we set a goal, uh, we tend to look at the bigger picture and approach it by mapping out the path we need to take. So the action we need to take and the potential obstacles that may stand in our way of achieving that goal. So if you think about it the same way um, of how we would travel from A to B or go on holiday. So think about it. You know, how do you get there? You're going to go in a car. You're going to go in a plane or a boat. What do you need to do? Um, what could stop you from reaching your destination? And do you have a plan B for this? You know, is, you know, How are you going to cope with any obstacles that occur, maybe a flat tire or whatever. So you pretty much approach your goal setting in the same way. Okay. Um, in the other episode, I talked a little bit about, um, well, I talked a lot about goal setting actually. Um, and it's really kind of, um, this is kind of like the next step up. Um, they're giving you a map um, to actually try and use your brain to, to achieve your, your success that you want. So one of the best ways um, to kind of stay on course and achieve your goal is kind of think about the rewards that you gain. So how this will benefit you. Have a think also about how it will benefit others close to you um, and what this will mean. You know, what's this going to, um, how is this going to change your life? How is it going to change the lives of others? You know, what impact is it going to bring? Okay, because this is the first part of um, your reward system. So we're starting um, from a positive outset. The goal is already achieved. We're going to think this way. We're going to think, actually, that I have already achieved that goal. Okay. So the rewards are already yours. The pathway just needs to be identified. You just need to know how to get there. Okay. So these are the steps that you need to take and the potential obstacles that may crop up and your plan for how you will get either over or around these obstacles. We might even want to go under. But what is most important is that you plan for success and you plan for what could get in your way, what could slow you down, what could stop you, okay? So you're completely and utterly prepared. And this will actually give you um, kind of mindset that, you know, you can actually do this. When you actually identify things that could crop up um, and you map them out and map out a plan for dealing with that, your goal can actually appear even more achievable to you and you, you know you're gonna you're gonna feel much much more confident 
Okay. And you're certainly not going to be making excuses for not achieving your goal. Um, one of the things I will say is really, really important. You also need to be really passionate about achieving your goal. Um, and this can be difficult if it's, um, say, something like a goal like quitting smoking. You know, a goal like that can be um, quite often subconsciously perceived by the brain as depriving you from pleasure. Um, quite often, um, quitting uh, quitting something kind of involves the dopamine receptors in the brain. So dopamine is our little neurotransmitter. It's a chemical released in the brain that gives us pleasure. So it's our reward chemical. So think of it as our feel-good factor, okay? Um, happy, happy chemicals for the brain. Um, so you kind of really need to focus on the rewards of quitting smoking. So the rewards need to be it's absolutely vital that the rewards are more powerful in thought to the reward mechanism of smoking. Because if you're smoking, it's kind of like a reward mechanism. You need to really overcome that. Um, so years ago, um, so a fellow psychology lecturer I once worked with, and he said that, um, you know, the main thing is motivation. So you motivate, what is your motivation? Um, and he kind of said, um, that it, so it really depends if you want to live long enough to see your grandchildren grow up. Now, I remember thinking at the time, wow, that is a pretty powerful motivator. So it's a form of um, kind of self-inflicted negative reinforcement. If you think about behaviorism and positive and negative reinforcers. So um, it, although it's a negative reinforcement because it's like a real shock to the system, um, it's given a positive outcome. Um, but I think that you actually need a positive reinforcer as well, something to kind of really, really push um, you to success. So something that jigs those dopamine receptors to something new, sort of heads up that something new coming in your way is a new reward, is a much better reward, and kind of frees them from the power of nicotine, because nicotine is is one of the most addictive drugs in the world. Um, so you may also want to motivate yourself by having a, like you can have like, this is a really old one though, a savings account or a jar, it's something you can see. You need to be able to see it growing, okay, because that's a cognitive thing. Um, so you can see the money that you save by not buying tobacco products. You can see this building up each week and then spending that money on something that you really want or a special treat. So again, you're looking to um, reward your little dopamine receptors and get that feel-good factor going. Um, another good way of achieving your goals is with accountability buddies. Um, so some people use this. It, 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 there's positives and negatives about this, okay? Um, so it can work really well only if the person that you're actually partnering up with is as committed to achieving their goals as much as you are. So it's not going to work if they're not. You know, if they're half-hearted, then you're going to end up kind of picking up on that. And um, this could actually really impact your own progress. Um, so as human beings, we're kind of, we need to be surrounded by people who are on the same page as us when it comes to goal setting and achieving our dreams. Um, most importantly, they've got to be supporting us, you know, and they've got to be on our team and, you know, cheerleading us. So surround yourself with people who are of the mind of the same mindset and want to achieve their goals and are going to do everything within their power to take those steps to achieve those goals. Um, there's another way of doing it is to have a kind of consequence factor. So um, you kind of write this above your goal setting board. Um, so think about what are the consequences of you not achieving your goals? Okay. So what will this cost you? And when I talk about cost, I'm not 
I don't just mean a monetary cost. It could be one um, that the goal, one goal leads to the next step of achieving an overall goal. So you might have a really huge goal at the end of it and all these smaller goals all lead there. So, you know, if you don't succeed in the earlier goals, what will, what will the cost to you be? Um, so that's just an example, but um, you know, like I said, remember, uh, think back to how this is going to positively impact your life and possibly those around you. Um, so by asking yourself um, kind of, what is the cost of me not achieving my goal? You'll also get to reevaluate and really determine your desire to achieve it. So this kind of really, put, you know, this is going to really put you in a place of like, am I really passionate about achieving my goal? And it will clarify things for you. So this is key. You, you've really, really got to be passionate about your goal that you're trying to achieve. Otherwise, you will just, you, you'll tail off. Okay. Um, so the thing. The key thing here, I think, um, is to change the way that you think about what you are capable of and kind of try and view yourself from another person. So this, again, we're kind of like these are like new neural pathways. And this gives you this kind of mindset shift as well to, um, you know, to, to view yourself as another person. And, and you can really kind of step outside of yourself um, you could you could try writing about it. You know, actually write down, write about yourself as if you were writing about and observing someone else. Because I can guarantee you, you will be a lot kinder about observing somebody else than you will about yourself. You know, we, um, as I said before, you know, we're, we're our own worst critics, and we will kind of self sabotage through simply through the way that we speak to ourselves. Okay, so it's when we shift our perspective and view ourselves as someone else, that we can then begin to see what we are actually really, truly capable of. So another thing, um, the law of attraction, like there is actually, um, I think, I think I'm right in saying this, um, Albert Einstein was um, a big believer, obviously, with his quantum theories, um, big believer in um, kind of the, the, the um, thoughts are thoughts become things that kind of thing um, that we can actually create our own reality to some extent so and i do believe that visualization brings manifestation okay because when we visualize something um we can kind of like picture it so we can kind of when you imagine you then bring in senses into that imagination if you've got a really good imagination if you haven't then this is where vision boards come in because this helps you visualize. Okay. So have a think, um, place yourself in the imagination of you've already achieved your goal. Um, and like I said, I think I've talked about this one before in the previous episode, because I've used color to try and help you imagine a goal as well. Um, so this time I'm going to take it just a little bit further and more in depth. So basically your brain, it doesn't know reality from fiction that sense you know it will believe what it sees and um, so on a subconscious level if we can train it to view a vision board and um, some visualization techniques with all of the things we desire as part of achieving our goal so it's not only our cognition and our thoughts that tell us that it's not real okay um it is you know it's 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 our our con conscious cognition and you know, what we, you know, oh, I know that's not real. I'm just imagining that, or I know that's not real yet because it's on a board. Okay. So it's only our cognition 
and our thoughts that tell us that it is not real. Okay. So we need to try and step into the feeling of having already achieved our goals. So try and engage all the senses um, to imagine what it is like. Now, this is something that will start to um, help you create those new neural pathways. Okay. Um, so many manifestation coaches, I mean, they kind of tell you um, to act like it is already real and behave as though you have already achieved your goals. And I think the real trick um, in neuroscience and psychology here is that by leveraging a mindset shift to convince your brain that it is possible, that it is real, encourage the dopamine kind of memory map so that your psyche is receptive to the opportunities that will then lead you to achieving your goal and help keep you on track with the action steps that you'll be taking. So it's kind of like really kind of like a whole visualization thing, right? This is what I'm going to be doing to achieve my goal. This is what it, you know, sort of future pace, go to the future. Imagine you've already achieved it and then work your way backwards um, and kind of really step into the whole sensation of feeling of, wow, I've achieved my goal. Yeah. Um, you know, what, Quite often we kind of, um, if you think about it, we quite often find um, or stumble across random opportunities that lead us closer and closer to achieving our goals. I know that this has happened to me quite of, quite often. Um, so this is because we're kind of like, once we've decided what we want, we're subconsciously looking for them. So in the same way that we see more, you know, when you know we just bought a car, we've just bought a certain make a car, yeah? We hadn't actually really noticed um, this make before, not a lot anyway, but all of a sudden we do now because it's moved into our conscious awareness, you know, so the car is already ours. Yeah. So now we see and notice more of what we have. So when we focus on the negative things and situations, we kind of end up seeing and experiencing more of what we don't have um, because our thoughts, the, our thoughts become clouded. And so we cannot see, you know, the opportunities that are around us. Um, so then you get into this kind of vicious spiral of self-sabotage and faulty thinking that all starts to set in. So neuroplasticity, what this means is that when the pathways are built to shift us into a more positive mindset, we can then actively seek out and then start noticing the opportunities that pop up. Yeah. So just this whole shift in thinking can have a huge impact. Um, from thinking that, say, you would love to go and study your degree, but think that this is not possible, you know. So, you know, there'll be, along with all the kind of like endless barriers and obstacles that we tend to place in front of us to validate why we can't do something, yeah. Um, so if we can just shift our thinking. Um, and once you start to think, um, I'm going to go and do my degree, I just need to find a way to do it. You know, I need to work out which university I'm going to do. Am I going to do it online? Am I going to go to university? And once you start thinking, I want to do my degree. I'm going to do my degree in whatever. It's the same for if you're going to change your job or start a business. Yeah. You'll find that you'll actively start to remove those barriers and make stuff happen. Yeah. Um, in the other episode, I talked about, you know, what could you be doing more of to get you closer to your goal? What could you stop doing that's kind of sapping up time that you could be spending on the steps that you need to take to get to your goal? Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're going to start to remove all these barriers now. Um, if want the minute you have that mindset shift, but you've got to have it and you've got to believe that you can do it. 
Okay, you've got to believe that is already yours. That degree with your name on it is already yours. It's out there. You've just got to find out the map and the pathway to get to it. Okay. So there are many opportunities um, out there for each and every one of us um, to fulfill our potential and realize our dreams. Like I said, if you want to, you know, want to um, kind of quit your job and start a business or um, you know, whatever you want to achieve, it could be something really, really small, but you know, what seems small to other people is really huge to you. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, they're already there. Um, we just need to kind of open our eyes and shift our thinking. So what I want you to do, I want you to talk to yourself as you would a friend and you'll soon find yourself achieving the amazing. And always remember we are only ever limited in life by what we think. So you just need to change your thinking and create your neural pathways to success.